it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It never gets old. You know, it's been a while, but it never gets old. Boys, we're back. We're back for season two. Season two of That Helps No One, Fantasy Cast. Dano, for, for short, short folks. Or just for, for short. Just killing it. Right there. I, that's, that's why they allow me to run this, because I can say whatever I want and... It, it goes fine. How how are all you guys doing? No complaints. Hi DP. Hi DP, buddy. I just, I just wanted Chris to say something first. I know. I know you did. <laughs> guys, don't smoke cigarettes. Yeah. Do you, any, do you have any advice for all the? Do you have any advice for all the kids out there? Uh, stay in school and don't do drugs. <laughs> can we talk about? Can we talk about your voice? What's happening there? Should, um, tell a little story. <laughs> So uh, th this is actually an improvement, uh, but I got cross-checked in the th in the throat playing lacrosse two weeks ago, and I sound like this now. Forever? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone to a doctor. Well, I'm not gonna lie. That would probably be my first choice after getting cross-checked in the throat. But it doesn't. It I'm doesn't hurt. To, it doesn't hurt to swallow anymore. So I don't know. Oh, wow. this Bonus just, for you. Yeah. It's okay. I'm a spitter, anyways. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. How's it going, Ted? <laughs> starting off, we're starting off real good in season two here. Very oh, strong. Man. Very I'm strong. Just to, I'm just trying to share a little tweet that we're we're live and. Okay. Uh, you just hit it. Okay, Steve. Good to see you again. Tarps uh, partially off. You decided that uh, sleeves are too much for you, so that's cool. Sleeves, sleeves are always a little too much, but in the summer they they just got to go. I'm, I'm I'm a very like very warm human being warmth with more warmth you don't want to be sweating everywhere so sleeves come off that's fair. I, I always um, found you to be very cold <laughs> no that's my personality <laughs> hang on. The same, but kind of the same hang on i got something to say you guys uh renaya tusasopo ruined Matai teo's life i'm still pissed about this i saw the documentary finally Ted, you told me to watch it. I was definitely Chris. I know you're halfway through. Wow. Not ruining anything you haven't. No, he I haven't ruined that it. man's I life. I haven't watched what? any of it yet, so spoiler alert. I'm only on episode one, so don't ruin Why, why well, are they running that man's name? It's not a spoiler. <laughs> it's, it's not a spoiler, guys. Yeah. Why are they running that man's name through the mud when it really is uh, fake Lene that did all the damage? I'm not a big fan of that, personally. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Ted, any comments on... Like 10 years ago? I, I just remember, like, I remember the time, like when I remember the time, like when it happened, what was going on and how it was just like, everything was brought up. Like, oh, mm -hmm. is this guy like, is he just like stupid? Like, is he just trying to cover up his, his like sexual orientation? Like, is he, was he completely being taken advantage of? Is he making it up? Like it was basically every possible thing that you could think was like being thrown out there. And nobody really knew that the, the real story. And I, I definitely did not until watching the stock. Clearly but you guys like, had an online girlfriend before. So it's yeah. Real. So this, so thing, this thing is like 100% worth watching because like it was, it was the story back then. Like True anybody, that. people who had no even care about the NFL. No even care. Knew, yep. knew, knew what was up with this for sure. It was perfect English. I kind of wish Chris said no even care. That would have made no, more no, sense. No. Oh, did he decide to go mute there? I think he muted himself. Oh, yeah. No Good. even care. Very happy about that. Um, we should also mention, I mean, Ted's <laughs> probably the only proper sponsored person on the show. 
We've got Manscaped with us for a month or so. 20% off. Manscaped.com. Free shipping. BBHV20. We can thank Chris for that when he had a normal <laughs> voice back in the day. Uh, feel free to go to Manscaped.com. Hey, man. It's a paid normal voice. Or, or sounding like this. I'm still big time into that BBHV. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you are. Yeah. Well, Actually, God. probably even more so now. Like, yeah. This... this voice is turned me into a bigger perv and i'm like <laughs> i need all so, those big boobs and hairy vaginas <laughs> wow, said, ten, all like over again ever do you What's guys want to talk about oh chris just sounds like he's like come off of the biggest bender ever like oh i just like, packs of dots <clears> and, yeah. and drink like cold 45s I came back from because of course it, it was a an entire lacrosse weekend. So I come back and people are like, Oh, like you were obviously yelling a lot all weekend. And I'm like, nope, I just sound like this now because I got cross-checked in like directly in the Adam's apple. It, do you have an Adam? I can't actually see. Do you still have an Adam's apple? Uh, I'm pointing at it on my screen actually, but no one can <laughs> see that. So <laughs> let's talk some football. Cause I mean, people as as funny as we are, people probably wanna probably want to know a little bit about fantasy football because really we fantasy, are the fantasy. absolute chosen Football, place fantasy footballs and fantasies um right before we started we were going through some pictures from last season and i don't know how this one got saved but it really got us curious as to what were they thinking uh <laughs> can anybody read that out there it looks from the name of the game I think he has four followers, maybe tweeted three times. This was one of them. Without the always 94, I would have never started the RBI draft in the first round. Oh, that's Najee. Najee Harris, in case you're wondering. Long-time listener, first-time tweeter. World's OKS fantasy football advice. You guys, I am going to bring it twice as hard. I'm going to tell you Derrick Henry, probably not, not someone you should be drafting at all this year. He's going to get injured in the first game of the season. I'm just saying. Wow. But that's we're we're gonna we're gonna save that. Um, He says this while wearing a Titans jersey too. This is Chris Johnson. Oh, don't disrespect him. Thanks for the clarification. I had no idea. Don't 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 disrespect. This is a former Titan. We're talking about the current Titans. Okay. You can take your Marlboros and you can just wait a second. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. So. There's a few things we want to talk about because probably going to be your over under that's injured first game of the season thing. <laughs> probably will be knowing us. We're very uh, we're very predictable. So there's a couple things. Draft strategy. What do you guys normally do for your draft strategy as far as like previous years, not this year? Although if you want to tell me, that would really help out. What do you guys like? Are you you know running back, running back? Do you go with three wideouts first? Like what's what what seems to make the most sense? What have you guys won with? Because I don't know. I've never been I've never been a champion. So what has worked for you? Do you remember? Like Chris, you're you're probably the most recent winner in our league anyway, our little uh whistleblowing unicorns league. So like what what turned you into a champion? Uh I've always been um heavy heavy running back. You live by the live by the running back. You die by the running back, and that's kind of always been my strategy: is to have top like end to draft guys. them or start like RB or like just in general or draft them, start them. I mean, our league's a little bit different. <laughs> we have we have we have so many. Um, I might I'd, I might start them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I have to, but like we have so many positions in our league where you have to start wide receivers. Um, mm. So that's a little bit different. Yeah, for for our league, of course. Um, but I mean, the the first year I won, I had Alvin Kamara and Todd Gurley as my running backs. Um, last year was, I mean, who would have thought it was Rashad Penny and Josh Jacobs that were, uh, and Javante Williams that kind of you know led led the way for me in 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 uh, the championships. So that that's kind of always been my strategy is is try to load up on on running backs, um, a bit to the you know detriment of my wide receivers um there's there's been multiple times that i'm looking at my wide receivers and thinking shit i should have drafted another guy or shit i need to yeah. make a trade or whatever it may be so right it's i mean trying to trying to go too heavy at, at one position it, it hurts you in, in other areas right 
So Ted, you kind of, uh, I know you're chopping at the bit because you no, kind of no, no, no. I'm just curious, like if you can go, so you, your first, your first four picks, then you're trying to make a build first five picks or whatever. What do you, what's your ideal situation? First five picks. I'm probably taking at least three running backs. Whether that no, be, Ted. and that's, I mean, I, I usually try to go, I, again, draft position plays a big part too, but I, I typically try to go RB, RB with my first two picks, but that it, again, draft position de- determines mm-hmm. so much. I feel like it, every year it kind of gets, it, it's a little different based on the makeup of teams and, and who's in a committee, who's, you know, the outright bell cow, but there's so, and Ted and I have talked about this all the time. There are so few pure bell cows in the league and it's getting fewer and fewer. I find every year we play mm-hmm. that, if you can get your hands on one of those guys, like Chris said, if you're drafting towards the top of the rounds and you can get your hands on a Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey kind of deal, yeah, you, you're stupid not to take those guys because there's just so few of them available as opposed to, well, we know there's at least 30, whatever, 40, 50 wide receiver ones potentially that you can take. Mm. L cows, there might be less than 10 of them in the entire league so let alone elite ones that are going to get you extra points right and then it also depends on whether you're in a standard league whether you're half ppr whether you're full ppr like chris mentioned in our league we have a lot of wide receivers that we start and we've got a flex that's a wide receiver tight end we've got two other flexes so uh yeah ppr means points per reception i'm so glad you kept that graphic that's what i'm here for for those half ppr mean uh so when it splits um sometimes it sprays to the <laughs> damn it we don't have a graphic for that ryan we don't i if i google that i have to throw this computer away so yeah. <laughs> when when it splits uh, you know it's not it's it's obviously it's a good strategy i think there's like so many people that employ the strategy too which is also part of the difficult part of doing it right like mm. but if you are that guy that picks early and you can go running back running back running back or however it is that you do it it does give you that sort of extra draft not draft trade capital mm. throughout the course of the season if you feel like you need to make uh, you need to make a split decision and you need to double up and get your hands on a, a good tight end and a good wide receiver. Maybe you can swap out a solid, you know, a low end RB one or, or a high end RB two for, for a, a wide receiver one or a tight end one or something like that, or a package deal that includes maybe two guys like that. I also just, I, I, I also just think it, it is easier to find a wide receiver than it is one of those, you know, top end. I agree. Totally agree. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mr. Top Freeze. Ends. So uh, <laughs> it could be anything. It could be a top end kicker, he was gonna say. Top end what, Chris? We missed uh, it. Did, did I freeze? You did. Yeah, you it froze. was top end yeah. and then vanished. Just vanished, gone. Yeah. That must be why I got the oops, somebody's stream is not working then. It was mine. <laughs> um it's so much harder to find those top end running backs. Yeah. I mean, you look you look like yeah. look at a team like Cincinnati. And they've got Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously Jamar Chase is the alpha there, but T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd aren't a aren't a bad option, right? Um, whereas you know, trying to find that that top end running back, typically you want to avoid committees. You want the guy that is the guy. Yeah, or as close to right. Yeah, unless it, unless it's a true fifth. I mean. Cleveland with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Okay, that's not a bad committee to have. Last year, I had Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. That worked out really well because it was a, a, a fair split and guys that could, at least with, with the limited amount of touches that they had, were still able to be super productive. But that's very few and far between to find those situations. Yeah, where they're splitting. Like even the Rams kind of had, uh, I mean, before he got injured, but like Akers and... yeah. Um, like they 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 kind of had the the kind of the split there too, and they may even I know Acres is probably going to be the guy to start anyway, but it's a good chance that they're going to spread the ball around in the backfield for them anyway. There's also value in that too with when you have a, a one of those committees where both guys are productive together at the same time. I mean, we all know that running backs, Chris said, live and die by them. Well, it's the most injury prone position in the league. But if you had a, I mean, I'm going to my situation, I had Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. If Aaron Jones goes down, 
I'm okay starting AJ Dillon as an RB one because he's putting up high end RB two numbers with Aaron Jones on the field. So those guys like that's that's that second tier of guys where you you get a high end starter. But like I was saying, there's so few that are just the pure outright bell cow. We'll go to Cincinnati's situation again. Joe Mixon. Nobody's mm-hmm. contesting him for touches at all. But I think there's maybe seven or eight of those guys in the entire league. So yeah, if I don't get them. You're you're crazy to go somewhere else, in my opinion. I totally agree. Like I, I th- and I, I totally agree with how how many of those guys I think are in the league, which is why my strategy is like completely different over the years. And obviously, I've lost to Chris in back to back seasons, so maybe he's got my kryptonite and he knows something I don't know about how to draft your team. Um, but I have one before and I've won on this strategy. And my strategy is that is that you're going to go, you got to get yourself one back that you feel really good about, like get yourself a Nick Chubb, you know, somebody where there's going to be a strong backup that you can get your hands on later. And then I'm going like, and I don't care what order I just have to get that back that I feel good about, but it's only one. And then I'm going wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. I want to stack you've up done that wide for years too. every year, like mm-hmm. every year. That's my strategy. And part of that has to do with, I never really get the early pick in the drafts, even when it's like, you know, a lottery from the start. I always seem to pick, you know, six, seven, eight or something like that. Right. Make friends with that guy too, folks. Um, Ted and I have this. I always go the opposite. So I'm the guy that goes for the running backs. You have the wideouts. And it always seems like we need the other guy's position, like mid season. Like everyone has a trade partner in every league, right? Like you just, you've got a guy that you can go to. You might have a few guys that you can go to. But if you if you know how somebody drafts, pay attention to that because you know they're going to need one of your people. And I yeah. mean, you're not exposing them. You kind of you kind of have. It's going to take Ryan two days to, to to come around and making the trade. But yeah, yeah, I'm not good at trading. So <laughs> so yeah, but that's my thing, right? I'm going. I want to rule. I want to rule the roost when it comes to receivers, right? I want to have all the capital so that even if I'm making trades to remove a receiver from my roster, I can easily plug in a, a wide receiver too. That's that's mm-hmm. high end, right? So I can make that that move off my roster from my bench and still be stalking and stacking ridiculously good receivers, and try to get my hands on running backs. So obviously I'm late. I'm targeting running backs in later rounds that are going to have, because there's so many of these guys that are timeshare. Like I just want to be part of the timeshare now because so many other GMs are also going to be part of that timeshare. And if somebody like Chris has three or two good running backs right off the start, that's already going to be. Uh, that's that's going to be an area of expertise that I'm going to try to stay away from, right? I don't want to be I don't want to be in that bidding war to try to get these top end backs because they're just not going to be available to me. So I got to try to double up somewhere else, right? Positional value. I've got another thing that I wanted to get into, and Ted, this is we were chatting about this the other day. So you had your draft, which is why we've postponed this till today. You had a draft on Tuesday, which is great. There's no no way you were going to miss a draft to do this. Yeah, show. what a pain in the ass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. So what happened was, um, and we've been chatting about this as far as a draft app or your your fantasy app for whatever sport. I mean, we're talking about football. There's you know NFL.com, ESPN, Yahoo. We're on Sleeper for a few of them. Uh, CBS, if I didn't mention already. There's a bunch of different ones out there. But how important is the draft or the your fantasy app? Because Ted, you've got a nice little story from Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the case of like Tuesday. The NFL draft app was was terrible. <laughs> like we showed up, I showed up like 10 minutes before the draft or whatever. And I go to log in and you get that little circle, the that loading. loading circle, the loading circle of death. Mm-hmm. But nothing, but nothing was happening. There's nothing going on. Right. So you like you, you chime in. Hey, like, what's the deal? Anybody loading for it? No, like we're all drafting mobile today. I kind of want to draft from my phone. Like I don't want to sit at my computer desk and look at my screens, do my research and scroll through my phone to do it. And then it's loading so poorly that, you know, you, you go to pick J.K. Dobbins in the, in the fifth round or whatever, and it accidentally drafts you Lamar Jackson, which is great. I, I'm We're happy with team. Lamar Jackson, but that's not the round that I want to get Lamar in, right? Like, especially, especially when Josh Allen is still on the board. Like, what the <laughs> heck is going on, right? So 
I'm that guy. I drafted the uh, I drafted the quarterback for the Ravens because that's my new favorite team. Apparently, way too early, and then it proceeds to send the next two picks away from Adam. So I didn't get to make a pick for like three rounds, but like whatever it worked out. So this was a pretty shitty draft experience, right? I mean, I think we've all had better better apps that we've worked. This was not the one. This no, this was not. We've Part of the problem is that it's times. the biggest fantasy football engine out there, and the servers just can't handle that many people being on it. What's yeah. what's the weirdest or like worst place you guys have ever drafted from on your phones? Side of the I, highway. I Side of the highway. <laughs> I was actually I think it was your your work league, Ted. This was the first year. And you guys were drafting during the day, I think, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. And I mm-hmm. was coming back from a job site and I'm coming the highway past in the airport there. And I knew like I'm getting close. I'm like, I'm not going to make it in time to stop somewhere. So I pulled over on the highway like five times. <laughs> like, like okay. And I kind of had it, kind of had over them. Like, I know. And I can hear like, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, you're on the clock. I'm like, I got to get to the, <laughs> got to get pull over to the pull out here. And like, okay, uh, click. Cause I, I think I, that was the year I didn't have like a pick to like the fourth round or something. Yeah, like it was that. A, no pick to like the fourth round. And like back when data was like so expensive. So I'm thankfully work pays for it, but <laughs> trying I'm to like T9 out. from his phone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't want him. So yeah, I would say for me, side of the highway would be, uh, I don't recommend it. It's also super dangerous and hopefully there's no police officers watching this. No. Ted, I, uh, you guys, this, this sounds like a, like a first time story, but they, it was an NFL. It wasn't an NFL, it was an NHL draft actually, but I was like in the, it was in the, the mall bathroom. Because we were like, I was like working the late shift, <laughs> and like we didn't have a we didn't have a bathroom in our in our store at the time. Right, I, I was working like at the store, and and so I had to go to the bathroom. And I get this quick text like, "Hey, like, why are you not logged in? You picking three picks or whatever?" And I was like, in "Logging the bathroom. out." So I just like sat there on the toilet making picks. It was great. You logged out while you logged in. <laughs> yeah, I logged out and logged us. Yeah, it was it was that an was NHL draft, but I was definitely taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, multi-sport, multi-sport drafter. Uh, Steve, how about you? Uh, speaking of multi-sport drafting, uh, the league that I just joined, which is super weird and wild, has all four of the major sports, and you can trade... NASCAR. Right, NASCAR. Uh, you can trade a football player for a hockey player. You can trade in a baseball pick for a basketball pick. Um, I had my first draft. I totally forgot about it. And it just so happened to be my daughter's birthday party down at Pritchard uh, Pritchard Park here on the west side. Mm-hmm. And I'm not driving all the way home because it's still her birthday, but my phone's dying. Oh, so no. I got to figure this out quick. So I sat in my truck outside of the beach during my daughter's birthday party and, and drafted. So that was fun. Weird, very <laughs> weird. I got no a kidding. lot of weird looks, but absentee father, like, are you in this league? No. <laughs> was that, the, was that the same year that you won that you won dad of the year? <laughs> Not this year. Not <laughs> even runner up. Yeah, because you're gonna win. So obviously. <laughs> she won't be crying when I pay for a sweet present once I win yeah. this league. That's all hundred and seventy dollar league championship. Yeah. Chris, how about you? Weird weirdest or wildest? I'm I guess pretty boring in in comparison guys <laughs> i've drafted at work i've drafted at home and that's crazy like, I've, I've, i don't think i've ever drafted on my phone ever i've done a few uh, on my phone recommend it yeah no Not i've fun. never never done a draft on my phone so yeah I, I remember when i used to work at budget and i used to spend like hours on a sunday just doing like multiple drafts all day long which not advisable because then you have so many teams you're like how do i even keep track of all of this but it was like, well, plus you're just making sure you get enough smoke breaks in the day too, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I was sitting there hacking, hacking darts at the desk and making, you know, Sean Alexander, no matter what. Yeah. That's awesome. Sean Alexander, no matter what. Love yeah. it. So Didn't get him, had to, you know, chain smoke another one. <laughs> Adds up, man. It's bad for your health. I don't know if anyone's hey, told you that. Don't do it, kids. You'll sound like this one day. That's true. I mean, you could look like that. So maybe there's a side bonus there. You might look like it, but you also sound like it. So you you win some, you lose some. So we have a new segment. Uh, We may or may not keep it, depending on how this goes. Um, You guys have all heard of DraftKings. Well, here at Thano, we have 
draft things. Very similar. Very similar. <laughs> so we're going to pick. There was a few ways we could have gone about oh, this. We're going to do uh, some random things that that we we might suggest that you could bet on if, if this was available on a betting site. So the first one goes to Chris. Um, this is actually just a simple yes or no. Russell Wilson this week or week one, a two touchdown quarter. Yes or no? So like just one two touchdown quarter, not like well, at least one, yeah. Not two touchdowns every quarter, and he has eight touchdowns. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> that would be definitely a, a big first game for the Broncos, that's for sure. <clears throat> um yeah, I would probably take that bet. Two touchdown quarter. Okay. Yeah. At least, yeah, okay. I I would probably take that bet. That's I mean, it's it's definitely possible. It just, you know, seems seems something fair, something you could bet on. Uh, Steve, this is going to be your favorite for sure. Over under one and a half, an O lineman scoring a touchdown in week one. Yeah, I mean, if if you guys followed the show last season, that was my my go to almost every week because guess what? Every single week, it seemed like a big man was catching a touchdown and for one yard, of course, right? That was the one 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 catch, yeah. one touchdown, one yard. Yeah. Um. I would have to have the odds, but you're you're not going to win a lot of money by betting no, which is the obvious answer because no, it's not a no, it's a one and a half. So does two oh, yeah, or one? And a half. <clears throat> well, the okay, the obvious answer would be that one or less are going to be scored. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, I mean, the, the odds on that are probably so low that I would try and get some money by picking okay. yes, big big men. Can they've they've got hands and big man with football. I have hands too, Steve. No, you don't. I've seen you use those. (laughs) This is if you were better at using them, maybe you could have protected your throat. This is clear. (laughs) This is clearly why Steve doesn't gamble. Oh, that's true. Why don't you gamble? Because he wastes his money on stupid bets. Yeah, like if someone's gonna give me like, like who bets like, on an offensive lineman to score touchdown plus a hundred thousand for an offensive lineman to score, maybe Andy Reid's got some like weird trickery in his book, and he has this jumbo package week one that no other team has seen. If it's gonna happen ever, it's week one where no other team has seen these weird nuanced packages that you put in. So if I had enough of, I guess, money to make off of it, why not? So what, here's the kicker. I'm going to add this. They're going to run like this weird wishbone offense and put the lineman out wide. It's going to yeah. be awesome. So here's the kicker. If there was like a, a bonus, like a double your money or double your bet for free kind of thing, what team would do it this this in week one? Whoa. It's got to be San Francisco or probably the Chiefs. Chiefs or the Niners. Okay, let's 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 dial this back uh, after after week one. Ted, this is a beautiful <laughs> one. Twelve uh, and a half points over under. Baker gets progressive on the Browns in week one. <laughs> that was that's cheeky. I like that. Was that. A very, that was a very PG way of saying that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, Moore and company are going to be really happy to have Baker there. He's going to be healthy. It's it's the best quarterback that that franchise has seen in a long, long time, um, especially with all the bozos that have been playing there. Uh, and I include Mr. Teddy Bridgewater in that, even though I don't think he got the fairest shake at the can. Um, but, I mean, he's still going to be facing off against, you know, John Johnson, Greg Newsom, Denzel Ward. Um, you know, Grant Delpit is questionable for that game but i think that secondary is still so solid that i think this is going to be a close game and it probably is going to be with like two and a half three points and i don't see 12 being this ridiculous spread so i'm taking the way under on this one that's not the actual i created this find that line because i think you're way off i just came up with the spread is like uh, yeah baker's i think baker in in two quarterback leads is the guy should be getting some extra love here but in this case it's not going to happen this week so big big under on this one sorry bro that's all right. That's all right. Um, that line just have... falling out of your mustache. I don't know how you got that. Wow. It's a big mustache. Lots of stuff falls out of there. Like actually a sandwich <laughs> fell out from yesterday. Um, it was good. Good leftovers. You never go hungry. No, you can't. That's the beauty of this thing. Uh, I don't have one for me. Uh, did Well, I mean, 
I, I think that would be that would be your line. So what's the over under that that Derrick Henry mm-hmm. gets hurt within the first three games? Oh, I would say uh, so. Like, what are we like a game and a half, two games over under, or just mm-hmm. picking the amount? Just picking, yeah, picking the amount, or or at all. Like, no, it's going to take more than three games. It's going to be he's going to get hurt in the first three games. He's going to get hurt in the first three. I'd say at the very most, week two. Wow, I know this. If it happens, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm, that's a good, I'm sorry that's to a, so so many people, and I might have to just not ever play. You're this. You're gonna put all the all the the bad juju on the man. That's that's probably. You're gonna have to go back to your Dexter McCluster jersey. Hey, I have one of those. I I know. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't you be speaking ill of the man McCluster, Ole Miss. The only reason I even knew about that guy is because I was watching an Ole Miss game. He got four touchdowns. I'm like, nope, this guy's going to be a stud in the NFL. I definitely thought you were watching his his rap videos. Uh, later on <laughs> in life. Yeah. So let's get into some actual football stuff. We've got a fun one. There's not a whole lot to talk about because there hasn't been any games yet. Let's go around the horn here. Who aren't you guys drafting if you still have a draft to, to do, which we do next week. So that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, Chris, who is a guy that you definitely will not be drafting in in our our league or if you have another one you can go into uh mike gesicki tight end for miami he's kind of been this guy that everyone's been talking about of like he's the next great tight end he's the next top five tight end he's uh can't miss he hasn't been that guy and now there's even more mouths to feed in miami with tyreek Jalen waddle um i feel like they brought in a third receiver as well i can't remember right now but um i would be avoiding mike gesicki um there's i mean if, you, if you're looking for a tight end late maybe target someone like albert o in, in denver um uh, someone like that instead of gesicki okay steve um mine's not necessarily like i wouldn't draft him but i will and you kind of stole thunder on this, but I will not draft Eric Henry in the really early first rounds. Even though I just said, if there's a bell cow out there, you should go get him. Um, I agree with Ryan. I think there's too many miles on the tires. Um, I was looking it up since 2013. He has over 2000 carries going back to his Alabama days. Um, Whoa. Three seasons of, 300 plus touches and two of them are almost 400 yards. So it's, he's, uh, I believe he's 28. I would have to look that up. I think he's in his 28th going into like his all, he's getting close to 30 basically. And sooner or later, even the absolute freaks start to decline. And the thing with his touches is they're not like, uh, you know, they're violent. Yeah, he's not a burner where he's going to outrun you and then step out, which still, Mm -hmm. that would tread on the tires. He wants to take you and throw you and then smash you into the ground while he's smashing another person into the ground. So sooner or later, it's just not going to happen. I think last year I was telling everybody, like, if somebody wants Derrick Henry from you, sell as high as you possibly can because he was on pace for... I think in his first eight games, he almost had a thousand yards again. So it would have been back to back 2000 yard seasons, which I don't think has ever happened. And I think fantasy pros had Derrick Henry's ADP at five or five and a half somewhere in, in the top half of the first round. And I think that's just too high for me. There's a lot of other people I would draft. I would rather go with one of those top stud young wide receivers like Justin Jefferson, um, Jamar Chase, um, Cooper Cup, obviously because he just had the triple crown, but I will not draft Derrick Henry in the early first stages. If you can get him in the late first round, I think it's it's really good value, but I'm not drafting him in his high ADP. Sure, that's I think like, if you get that close, you could just trade, trade down, obviously, yeah. grab another pick. Yeah. That's yep. the point. It's not like we're saying these people are garbage. Don't ever draft them. It's all in relation to their ADP, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, 
The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Ted, who do you got? Uh, I mean, there's so many players on this list that that I'm like happy to name, but nobody's taken this guy, and I am staying way, away, away from Ezekiel Elliott. Um, yeah. Almost 2,000 touches on his in, in his in his six years that he's been in the league. Um, I mean, I think every year it starts to show more and more. We just talked about tread on the tires. This is a big back that has tread on the tires for sure. And 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 I think the thing that's worse about him compared to a guy like Derrick Henry is that a guy like Tony Pollard already exists on this roster in a strong offense. So to me, this might be the better back to draft here anyways. I mean, we're talking about, um, you know, what's his ADP at? I think his, he's looking at an ADP of, of, of 30. Like, I mean, if we're looking in the 30 hole, I mean, there's, there's, we're looking at guys like, uh, I mean, you could take a Josh Allen there. You're looking at Michael Pittman, DJ Moore, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutlin, Terry McLaren, Brees Hall. These are all guys that I would draft over, over Ezekiel Elliott and they're sitting behind him in ADP. So I think there's way smarter options. If you're going to go Dallas running back, go ahead and take one of these awesome wide receivers or a rookie running back like Brees Hall and wait till like ADP 70 or 75 to get your hands on a Tony Pollard, who we ultimately think could take over this offense at some point down the road. Yeah, that's, that's a smart move. I think they've just relied so much on him too. Like they, they've, they've basically paraded him as, you know, the next, you know, Emmett Smith or whatever you want to say, they've put too much value in, in Ezekiel Elliott. And that's never good because yeah. there's no, there just isn't a player on any given year where you can just parade him around and say, oh, this guy's going to be the absolute best player in the NFL. Now he's playing, let alone in Dallas, he's playing in the, you know, the most notorious market and he's going to get eaten alive every game. He doesn't have 150 yards and two touchdowns and, you know, a couple scanters for, you know, a couple receptions. They rely on that guy. They threw all the money at him. And as good as he was early on, like, you're right. He's, he is one of those guys and he's, he's more of the, he has a bit of that power, but he's shifty as well. Like at some, at some point he just does, he just breaks down like on the side of the road and you're done. And when you've got a guy like Pollard, you're right. You can get him way later, cost you less. You can go after either just another higher end running back or, or, easily someone like a, a you know a wide a wide receiver one so yeah the, like the, the x factor here is that it's dallas i mean he's <laughs> just, you never know what dallas is going to do they could just continue to parade him out there until he's like into his early 40s force feeding him the ball like 260 touches per year or whatever they decide to do for a guy like <laughs> like zeke and 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 just let tony pollard go to waste and it, that wouldn't surprise me either because dallas is like super weird so that makes sense that makes sense. I, for me, I, Ted's going to like this one back on my BS this year. Anyone, but the bears, I just do not trust what's going on in Chicago. I think there are good players there. Good, but do not hitch your wagon to anybody on that team. Cole commits pretty decent, but again, there, there may be one player on that team that you'll be happy to have at the same time. The Chicago bears just disappoint every single season you might get a little bit of love at, at running back, but I don't know. They don't have a Matt Forte anymore. And <laughs> what was that? What was that? Chicago I can't believe you even said you even decided to say hit your wagon again. Mm, too. Mm, I don't even mm. have any bears on my roster. Oh, I do actually. I don't even have any bears on my roster yet for you to say don't hit your wagon to it, so that you can try to steal them away from me and say they're junk and trade for them. Worked out well. I still didn't win, but it worked out well. It's, I didn't. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it in a mean way. So I do. That's apologize. a good point. I, I think the other guy that a lot of people are taking or not taking or talking about not taking is uh, is David Montgomery. And and I'm not a fan of David Montgomery. I've seen him like listed in second team on a bunch of stuff. He's playing like special teams in 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 practice the last few weeks or whatever. And and in our league, um, I walked away from a decent trade where I'd have to give up a decent pick to get a get a good player. But I decided to. Uh, you know, to, to, to keep a handcuff running back 
in in Khalil Herbert out in Chicago because I think that he's that's actually way better, better keep better yeah. than David Montgomery. Yeah, that's a way better keep. Costs you a lot less. Well, a rookie keep. We should probably say that that I'm not <laughs> listing Khalil <laughs> Herbert as the regular keeper. It's, we play in a league where you have to keep one rookie from the previous season. So, or in my case, I think I kept four this year. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, when you draft, congratulations all, on your win. Please pay your league fees. <laughs> oh shit, I just have to pay you. Jeez, come on. Smoke Don't stuff. expect that trophy until I see that money. Yeah, and then. <laughs> You can as not as big of a threat as you think it is. The cost it of is. cigarettes has gone way up this year. Exactly. Yeah. Like my health is more of a concern. Fair enough. Uh, how about? Oh, I got to probably do this. I want to make sure I get the right one here. Do do do. Is it this one? Yeah. There we go. So we're gonna have to update that somehow. <laughs> I think we need a trip, boys. Trip, don't we? That's his yeah, birthday. Is get another one of those going. So sleeper picks, guys that you may have missed. If you have drafted, or maybe there's someone you still believe can be available deeper, whether it's a redraft completely or if it's you know your dynasty leagues, um, let's go back to you, Chris. Who's who's somebody that still you believe is going to be out there that you could probably snag up for your, on the cheap or on the waiver wire even? Yeah, this is a guy that's definitely um, his agency, ADP. Sorry. His ADP has dropped big time. Um, this is a guy that you wouldn't expect to see him being drafted so late. Um, he's so sure-handed. He catches everything. You just throw it to him in his general direction. He's going to catch it, and it's DeAndre Hopkins. And it's simply because of the six-game six suspension that he has to start the season. Um, people are, are kind of a little leery of, of, of drafting DeAndre because of that suspension. Plus, Hollywood Brown is in Arizona now. So, uh, again, more mouths to feed. Uh, but I mean, DeAndre is still the wide receiver one on that roster when he comes back. There so you I, go. I, I think if, if he's there available for you late, um, run to the podium and make that pick. Mm-hmm. He's not your dad's nuke, but he's still going to really help your roster, especially when it gets time to play off run, right? Yeah. Love that. Ted, because you were still talking, who was your... Uh, um, so I'm going to go all the way down to ADP 71 and I'm going to go to Dallas and I'm going to take Amon Ross St. Brown. Um, I think this guy is a solid receiver. We're looking at guys like Juju Smith Schuster, Michael. Can you say that again in case people didn't hear you? How did you say that exactly? Amon Ross St. Brown or Juju You you said it funny. That's all. Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Rashad and, and, Penny, Adam Thalen is is in there, who I think is 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 can be still comparable and serviceable. But but there's a lot of guys that are sitting in that sort of seventy to like seventy eight spot, and and you could do a lot. You could do a lot worse than Amon Ross St. Brown, especially in that area. So you could probably even select him earlier than that. Probably looking at like maybe in the, in like the sixty spot or earlier, um, because I think this guy is going to have a, a really good year and is going to be like a really solid performer. He's already sort of proven that he can do it too. So I don't know where all the hate is coming from to be drafted so low. So if you can get your hands on a guy like St. Brown, then I would, I would definitely jump at it. Lovely. I agree, Ted. I, I couldn't agree more. Maybe, maybe you'd even keep him on your roster if you, I would, to. you know, I, I might. <laughs> I might. Do I'm, it. At, I'm <laughs> at a few words. That's, I'm I mean, a few words. He doesn't have many words left. We got a few words left. Yeah, Yeah. running out. He's on a pitch count, folks. Steve, (laughs) who you got? Who's who's your deep? (laughs) Okay, I actually went like super deep here. Um, I'm into the the sex tape. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) wow. So Brooklyn Nine Nine thing has nothing to do with real stuff. Yeah, you're good, sir. I don't watch that show. Kind of like you and Breaking Bad. Are you done that yet? Hey, three episodes left. You did that like a month ago. How you know, you said that like a year, year ago. How it was not done. No, a year ago. Get out of here, Chris. It was two years ago. Get your facts straight. <laughs> like he thinks he has this really busy life. How busy is your life that you can't finish a show? It's not. Like I that. can see him from here. Actually, I have to. I have to reserve the TV in this household, guys. I have to. I have to. It's a timeshare. Who pays for? You have a phone. Watch on your phone if you have to. Remind your children. Who, who, hey guys, let's let Steve pick. His, let's let Steve pick his sleeper. Come on now. No, yeah. let's all show Ted some more. We're not watching Breaking Bad. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. New podcast idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I it's I am picking uh, Lavisca Chenault. 
I can't pronounce uh, that, so you're going to have to tell me again. Stenault. LaVisca Chenault Jr. Oh. Uh, he's only 23 years old. If you watched any of his college highlights from Colorado, he reminds me of a bigger, faster, maybe even shiftier uh, Tavon Austin. So he's just got Ooh, all of those like flashy kind of plays. He was super productive. Went to Jacksonville. We all know the Urban Meyer story. Nobody was productive for Urban Meyer. Um, they actually just traded him today to Carolina, where he's going to be playing with Baker. And uh, Baker can get him the ball. I'm just looking at Fantasy Pros here. Uh, his ADP is 275. So I, I like these kind of very end of the draft, maybe even free agents later on. Um, where you can pick up a guy who's going to well exceed his position. Maybe it's the very last pick of the draft, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, and you pick up a guy like LaVisca Chenault, and he can be yeah. a no, LaVisca Chenault Jr., correct. Yeah. And maybe he can start on one of those. You know, we've got, we've got quite a few wide receivers that we start. I think possibly five. I haven't looked Something at five like to seven different ones. Um, you may be able to get you six to eight points a week. And that's going to be the difference between winning a league. If you are starting a ton of uh, roster spots. So that's my pick new, new place, new him. I've, I've got cool. faith. He's I a like freak. it. I, like I feel it. like he's one of those guys that like in order for him to find success in the NFL, he needs to get that Cordero Patterson treatment and like, get more running back touches, more jet sweep touches, it just yep. less, less focus as a receiver and more focus of just let's use this guy as a weapon and put the ball in his hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Open space. So like by that standard, I mean, in four or five years, Sunal should pop. Be a huge <laughs> contributor. So bang this episode. <laughs> you guys remember 2022 when we were har- harping this guy? Yeah. It paid off. No one even does fantasy football even more. Uh, my guy, Ryan, is there a bear? Is there a bear that you would draft? Uh, right now, no. I don't. No? I I'm gonna look at my roster and then my last team and find out I actually have a bear or like their defense or something. Which, first of all, why are you, why are any leagues allowing defenses and kickers still? Just before I do my, mm, I don't why, need I don't need the kicker anymore. I really don't. You don't need either of them though. You don't need it either. Ever, ever since our league got rid of it, like I don't miss it at all. Like, and would you I, not I rather have those people that? So most traditional leagues have a kicker. They have a defense. And I remember when we were talking about switching, I was like, no, like why are we switching? There's still value in it. And I think I lasted maybe. Four minutes, new sex tape name. Uh, <laughs> you like beat me to it, Fuck. and then I and then I quit. I was like, you know what? You're right. There is no value in understanding when a defense is going to get turnovers, and if they're going to put up points. But maybe they put up points in garbage time, or like mm-hmm. trying to predict when a head coach is going to allow a kicker to kick a ball is the stupidest thing in all of sports. No, and, like to okay, the Rouge. The Rouge, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, but as bad as, as bad as the Rouge is, and I agree, it's, it's, Chris is going here. The worst rule. It's the I touched it last rule in the CFL. You fumbled the Ted. You fumbled the ball. Yeah. I touch it last before it goes out of bounds. I don't gain possession. I just touch it last. It's my ball. But it's that's bad. Super bad. Those are close, exactly. but a but a free point because you didn't do your job, which also happened yeah. in the Grey Cup. That's a Canadian championship game. Imagine deciding a championship in a, in a league with professional athletes on a point Just for crushing a bad job. Well, the stands. Like, you a you did a bad ago, job. They were, they were literally kicking the ball back and forth. Yeah, that's a terrible one, and you're right. But I think the Rouge is. It's probably it's like a super bad when uh, what's his name punts the ball into the stands there. Imagine getting a point for that. Like no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say the only the only value in kickers and defenses is if you're playing in a league where there's kickers and defenses, hopefully you're playing with people who are stupid and they pick their defense and their kicker really early. And, and you that just always happens. Giggle. 
like giggle all the way to the bank as they're making their pick. And the worst part of it, actually, I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here, is the first person to kick or pick a kicker or a defense, if your clock is at like, say, two minutes to make your pick, why does it always take somebody like a minute 59 to pick a kicker? Yeah. (laughs) Or a defense, just pick one. You're going to drop You're going to stream them. You're going to stream them anyways. If you don't pick your defense and your kicker in the very last rounds, you are an absolute fool, and I will live and die by that. Yes, all of this. In my other league, I picked up the Ravens defense with my last one. Gonna win that league. Yeah, in a league that in in for a defense that scores that can score like twenty points in in a game. Yeah, well, it's Um, a crap suit anyway, so I might as well. What if it's a kicker year? What if it's a tucker year? Okay, so <laughs> that's that's fair. If it is a kicker year and it's every what four years, I think, right? That's a kicker <laughs> year. I guess because if we are talking yeah. fantasy and strategy, I I do always like drafting the having the quarterback kicker stack. So if you play in a league with kickers still, try to mm-hmm. get the kicker that matches the team of your quarterback. What if you have Justin Fields? So this is the first year that I've ever heard of kicker strategy. Get, get two kicker bears. sack. Yeah. Like a two-pad sack. Yeah. Uh, well, Justin Fields might be the other bear that I would draft. for. Okay. Yeah. You should do that. But, yeah, I, I see what you mean, Chris, because if your quarterback mm-hmm. doesn't score the touchdown, you're getting the attempt at the three points from your kicker. Yeah. I just think that's like almost like shooting yourself in the foot. It's like if my quarterback but if he scores, scores the touchdown, yeah. Then I'm only getting the one point from it. Mm-hmm. Well, but if I'm in the score, then I'm hoping on the three points. Like you're always missing out somewhere. But I understand the strategy. It's when they have a drive, there's a chance your team is putting up points. It's it's like when you play in multiple fantasy leagues, right? It's like if 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 I if I go all this way on on one league, I'm going to go all the other way on the other league, and so you can only really win in one league. But I'll tell you what, people come to this show because it's the only show where you can get kicker advice. It's I, it's, it might be the only show. It's good advice, yeah. If you scour the internets and you find another show talking about kickers for longer than 10 seconds, like <laughs> the show, then maybe we're Kickers are people too. They are people too. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, just in case anybody forgot, I did not mention my guy yet. James Cook from the Buffalo Bills. They went and drafted said running back this year. Zach Moss, Singletary, yeah, maybe. I think there's a very good chance. I've, I mean, I've seen him go in drafts. Unless you're drafting rookies in the first round, you you may see him go a lot higher. But other than that, if you're seeing, you know, essentially uh, a redrafter or whatever, he's available really, really late. You're going to get a guy that you can stash away. He doesn't have to start for you. You might have him as like your weak flex. At, at best to start for the few first few weeks. But I mean, the Buffalo Bills, they have been proven to have a, a decent run game from time to time. And I think they've, they may have found their guy. I mean, they have a pretty decent run or a decent quarterback. They've got some okay receivers. And I think uh, there's a few people that may have the bills try to make a run this year. And quite frankly, I think James Cook could be a star. He might be one of those guys that we're talking about in, you know, even week four, week five, like a Dawson Knox kind of guy or Ted you brought up or a Jody Forts. I'm just kidding. We didn't bring up Jody Forts. No one's going to be like him. He, he needs to get it. He had two touchdowns. Was it week two preseason Had two touchdowns? Oh, that don't Pretty give impressive. too many secrets away because he's I available in every league. <laughs> drafting Jody 0.01% of leagues. Yeah. Um, he's he's available in every Fortson. possible league. Yeah. Yeah. The only like I I think Cook is a talented back as well. I I the only thing that scares me is obviously red zone touches because 
there's a certain quarterback that actually acts as a red zone running back. Right. So that's the only yeah. scary thing. I think he kind of vultures yeah. that stuff, but sure. Yeah. I mean, late round pick, uh, if it's a guy you want to move a little early on. Yeah. That's, I mean, talented, talented player. He's going to be available to you. So again, there's a running back. There's your, the zero RB strategy. By all means, you can get him I, a little bit later. I am not in on James Cook. I almost actually picked him for our earlier part where this is a guy that I'm just not going to draft at all. Um, I think he, I think he is running. I, I think he is talented. Sure, I he's mean, a talented he, guy. That's not a he question. He showed what he could do at Georgia. Him and Zamir White were a one-two punch. I think he's just going to always be that back who needs the one or a two to be effective. I don't think he's ever going to amount to be a stud running back. So I'm I'm on record now saying this. So if he he's becomes, good as a spell back, basically. Yeah, if he becomes this stud of a back, you guys can hit me up. You can say how stupid I am. That's totally fine. Um, he also, I just, I don't Sorry. know if he was super nervous, but I've heard a couple interviews of his, and it just doesn't sound like there's a lot going through the ears with that kid. Like, <laughs> no, no, bold. I, that's bold. <laughs> well, in his interviews, this was like pre-draft process, so maybe he was just like sort of nervous or whatever but people would be asking him questions and it was like yes and then he would just sit there and you're like okay like do you plan to elaborate or anything like that i i think i one of the ones i heard was on rich eisen podcast and i was like i i don't know if this guy just doesn't want to talk to the media if he's just pulling like a bill belichick kind of thing um it just rubbed me the wrong way mixed with i think the fact that he was in a committee and i think he will be in a committee and I think he's just going to learn how to be a spellback in a committee. I do not think James Cook will be the the guy we all think he's going to be. Maybe in like three, four, five years. But they've got Zach Moss. They've got Singletary. They have okay. Him. So can I debate what? that for a second? Pre-draft interviews, and we're getting close to being done here. Bo <laughs> Callahan. Uh, he had he didn't have the greatest pre-draft. He still got picked by the Seahawks, and I think it worked out pretty. Well. Pretty well for pretty well for them. So, I mean, I mean, that's that you're treading you're into like scary water. Just dropping a movie reference is very likely. that Steve's never seen the movie. That's true. That's um, true. But there's I mean, no way, is, there's I mean, no way Steve's seen it, that movie. Th- this is this is a late this is a late round pick. This is a flyer guy. This is a sleeper. He I think he he ticks all those boxes. This isn't yeah. this isn't this isn't C J Spiller where people are I expecting him to be a like thing that. and he's not gonna be a thing. Yeah, you're so I see I see where Ryan's coming from, but I mean, all of those things you said, Steve, are, I mean, other than the, him having not much between the ears, I don't know about that. Um, all of those things are correct. But I mean, yeah, it's just it's it's not if you want to gamble, like, you know, a, a third or fourth to last pick on the guy like and because yeah. Steve doesn't gamble either. So I could he's, understand he's that. ADP, so. uh, again, I'm just going by fantasy pros because I have it up here. His ADP is 100. So he's That's a top good. one. He's a top 100 player in this league, ahead of guys like Tyler top Lockett. Tenth round. Here you go. Ahead of guys like Tyler Lockett is what you said. Yeah, ahead of guys like Tyler Lockett. If we're like trying to bank on rookies, he's ahead of a guy like Traylon Burks. Ahead of a guy like George Pickens. Um, even Alexander Madison. He's ahead of him. There's a guy That's that cool. could spell his brother off and be an one or get traded. I mm. I just. I think where people are are drafting him because he's a rookie is way too high for what he's going to be this year, and I believe for his whole career. I'm I'm just going on that he's he's a guy you can get late. Basically, I'm not saying you should be drafting. So we're literally we're now. literally going from this conversation of sleeper to just to don't draft him at all and no, to get over, rid he's of him. overrated in his ADP or he's a sleeper. So that should be a fun one to maybe watch I, I over the course of the season. Yeah. You know, just because well, you don't have any hair on your shoulders doesn't, doesn't mean you can rip me like this. <laughs> like one or two up here. Yeah, I I, I have that like spelled on here. You'd be able to see that one hair. I could I could literally shave BBHV into my chest. That's how much hair I have. <laughs> Do it. Prove it or it didn't happen. Exactly. Hey, Boys, I mean, you shaved the shaved the six pack this year. Look great. Oh man, <laughs> people love it. People love it. Boys, this has been a great first episode. We're not going to do one next week because there will be nothing to talk about quite yet. And this is just to get it all started. So we will come after week one. So the Tuesday after week one, like we usually do, 
We'll have tons to talk about. Chris will likely still be smoking a six pack of Marlboros. He'll have like a carton right beside him. I don't foresee anything changing anytime soon with my voice, guys. <laughs> we're gonna have we're gonna have a uh, story time with old man Chris. Yeah. Let me t- let me tell you about hey, the time that the Seahawks traded Russell Wilson. Like I said, though, this is an improvement. Like it, it was worse than this. Can you like uh, can you just um give us some sort of audible example of what maybe your voice sounded like prior to this? Well, no. saying like words of wisdom. It was it, it it was so much worse. Like when I would talk on the phone at work, I was like, oh, like the first word out of my mouth, I'm like, holy crap! Like, who's talking? Like, <laughs> is that coming from me right now? Like, this, this, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just used to it now. But yeah, it it was it was worse last week. Does who's your head this? voice sound like that voice too? Like when you're thinking your head, like who is this? Does it still sound like who is this? Um. No, like when you go to go drink your pop and you think you're <laughs> drinking uh root beer, but it's actually coke, and you're like, Oh, I was not <laughs> expecting that. <laughs> wow, wow. So, we're comparing his voice to two different types of pop. <laughs> hey, man, no, are you more of a root beer voice? Or you surprised me when I spoke? I was not expecting that, <laughs> whatever. I can't good. tell if you froze or he's just disappointed in me. No, he's moving. No, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I, I, I'm here. Do, I do have one question. When you did in this series, when you were in that game and you got cross-checked, right before that, did you maybe say something to the other guy that may have... <laughs> it's freaking Chris. Of course he said something no, I just, to the guy. Actually, I, I just, no. Maybe actually, not. Maybe no. he didn't say anything, but he probably spent the whole game annoying the hell actually, out of the guy. Actually, fun. No, it was like it was the first period. I was taking a shot, and he right as I was taking the shot, he hit me. Um, but later in that game, I did have one of his teammates tell me he was going to uh, fight me in the parking lot. So <laughs> that is a Vancouver thing. So I was blowing him kisses. He didn't I mean, like hey, it. Stuff but like that happens when you beat a team twenty-five. Now, well, you had to blow him kisses because yeah. he couldn't talk. So that makes yeah, sense. well, exactly. Well, it turns out one of the guys on on my team kind of knows the guy that wanted to fight me in the parking lot, and he's like a crackhead or something like that. He's like, uh, yes. he's got some, he's got some issues. Yeah, he doesn't do drugs. He does like drugs, <laughs> drug drugs, <laughs> the real ones, the real ones, boys. This has been an absolute wicked first show. It's going to be a podcast. We're we also are a podcast this year, so you can listen to us on basically any device that carries podcast technology make sure to check out you're very good at this uh make sure to go to manscape.com and we got this neat little uh neat little promo code you guys may want to plug in when you get there free shipping 20 percent off bbhv20 thank you chris phillips for making that a reality to everyone no thank you to the big boobs and hairy vaginas for making that happen <laughs> You never disappoint, buddy. So make sure you check out our podcast. Make sure you can go back and check out the the YouTube video. We have a YouTube channel as well. This is where you're going to be getting all of your fantasy fantasy advice. We're going to have a few guests again this season. Hopefully Jim comes back on our show. Uh, We continue to ask Jody Fortson to come on our show. He has a job now. Not on our show, sorry. Pardon me? You asked Jody Ford to do what on our show? <laughs> to visit. To, to show up for an episode. To visit. <laughs> Shut up. He's going to visit. Shut up. <laughs> Go smoke a marble. Oh, my goodness. That's, how old are we again? You guys, you guys are fathers. Shut up. We don't need to get into that. Uh, yeah. Steve just like hiding behind his pop filter. Maybe I can get away. <laughs> I'm actually crying. This is that helped no Too one. Much. Fantasy cast on the Dean Blendill Network. If you didn't see at the bottom there, hopefully we're back for a second episode this this year. We didn't get canceled last year, so there's a very good chance they will not even notice, and we'll still be here a week or so from now. So, bid you all to do good luck in your drafts and uh, fa- fantasy football where you can. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. 
The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, SayTheDamnScore.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.